What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. You know, there's no way in hell that I can leave that in, right? <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> I mean, come on, Brandon needed a computer for this podcast, and he said, you know what, Dad, can I have a computer? Cam needed a computer, and he steals 10 of them. <laughs> he steals 10 of them. And Brando. The one I got from 2011, it was probably one that Cam stole originally. That's why it doesn't work now, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good quote, the, the whole Cam thing. You guys saw that, that tweet that I had on the NABP account. Cam was getting calls from teams, right? That's what he texted Shefty. Who's calling him? Yeah, and it was it was a picture. Of all the USFL teams was what I replied. It's the there. equipment manager and being like, "Cam, we need we need the jerseys back. Uh, <laughs> you didn't return them, and and our coach doesn't get paid until he turns in all the jerseys." Also, there's a couple of laptops missing. Do you have any? Yes. <laughs> no. We don't think you took them because you clearly did not watch any game film in through three interceptions. <laughs> but perhaps you know where they could be. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're not another Buffalo podcast. Welcome back. We are part of the Buffalo Rumblings. A uh, collection of respectable podcasts that somehow includes us, um, but you can find us on Twitter at Not Buff Podcast. Um, but yeah, how are you guys doing? Surviving and thriving every time. I could literally copy that clip, like and Pat saying "Living the Dream," and we wouldn't even have well, to do. I this. was going to say just another day in Hollywood. Okay, but, you know. yeah. See, that's switching it up. I think you've only said that a couple times before, but yeah, I have said it though. So anyway, the news that just dropped. We were just talking about it. Bruce Arians is stepping down as Tampa Bay Bucks head coach. Um, Todd Bowles is their defensive coordinator is getting promoted um, to head coach. So good for him, I as guess. He, like, as he should. King, he yeah. never should have been fired from the New York Jets anyways. He's the, you know what I mean? Him him leaving the Jets was like their descent into an inferno of of garbage. So I'm, I'm happy for Todd Bowles because I felt like all these other coaches were getting so much attention. Like, I don't know. It just, it just upsets me that his name was not mentioned once during that head coaching search, you know? Yeah. He's, over he's, the off season. He strikes me as a soft spoken guy, you know, like he really speaks through his coaching and stuff like that. And he's not very outspoken or one of these guys like Rex Ryan, who has some kind of big personalities kind of, kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, the conversation. Uh, I, I thought that he did with right. the situation that he had in New York, he did a pretty good job. He won, I mean, if you win 10 games with, with Fitzy, I mean, yeah. power to you dog. Yeah. Interesting. Tom Brady gets another coach. Uh, how that... Tom Brady is the coach. <laughs> this I mean, I don't know though. Todd Bowles, like he played, he played safety and cornerback at the highest level, late eighties, early nineties. So perhaps they could mash brains. Probably not though. Tom's probably seen. Well, yeah, honestly, like, like Todd Bowles is, is it'll be interesting to see that dynamic, but yeah, I think Tom at this point in his career is like, yeah, I'd like to run things. And, and honestly, it's possible that he and Arians butt heads cause they're two very a personalities. Um, they're, they're two guys who are very successful in the NFL and have been because of 
their own decision making and stuff like that. So naturally, they're probably going to disagree on some stuff. But who knows? Here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Because Brady comes back. Bruce Arians talks about what it would take to trade Brady. And it's like five first round picks. Like He's joking. He's preparing for the season. And now all of a sudden, all of these like the trade to the Dolphins rumor, the 49ers rumor. And then Brady comes back. They, they're they happy. Bruce puts on a face. And then like two weeks later, he he retires. So I want to know if that was all BS that Bruce was doing. He already knew when Brady comes back, I'm out. Like, I want to know if that was the conversation. That's uh, interesting. We'll, never, we'll probably never know until yeah. he adds another memoir to his book, The Quarterback Whisperer, yeah. which is a true. Great book. Yeah, we're all just speculating at this point. But interesting fact I wanted to put in there too is that you can only trade draft picks three years into the future. So yeah. you can only trade uh, three first round draft picks tops, which true. is funny that, I mean, that's obviously what we just saw go for Deshaun Watson, but well, that's max value in a trade then that you can get. Really? Back. I mean, unless you're talking about other, other picks. It's also protection for the sake of the league, because like if you had a situation, say where the Browns traded four first rounders for Deshaun Watson. And then, I mean, obviously now it looks like he's going to play, but let's say like he's incarcerated like three weeks after he signs that deal or the, or the Browns fold as a franchise, you know, that's, that's what I'm going like. with it is a fold. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, it's happened before, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Any more than three seasons, I feel like you're putting the franchise in jeopardy. So yeah. But anyway, let's, uh, let's get to our main topic of today. This one should be pretty fun to go through. We're kind of in this post free. I know free agency isn't officially over, but we're kind of post free agency pre-draft. We're kind of in that little lull between, ah, oh, damn it. The Sabres lost. Um, we're kind of in that, in that lull between these areas of the season. So we thought instead of doing like a, a really clean, comprehensive power ranking and debating on who's better than who at this point of the season, we might just take these AFC teams and compare them to cars. Cause I mean, there's a lot of, there's enough variety in that category that I feel like we can make this fun. So um, yeah, ev- everyone who's thinking the bills are like a Ford Bronco, get, get your laughs out now. Um, but so you want to, you guys want to start with the bills? We'll start with the can we Can we start by just talking about if we're going to pick the Ford Bronco for the Broncos? Can we just talk about that first? Yeah, I mean, they are very much short-term and volatile and dangerous to other cars on the road. That's true. And they came back recently. Like, they were absent for a while and have recently made a comeback into um, being relevant. So They hit their prime with John Elway in the 90s, which is when the Broncos really kind of hit their prime, right? Yeah. So, you know. Russell Wilson, we'll see forty thousand dollar Ford Bronco minimum. Yeah, Russell Wilson, high contract, all that yeah. good stuff. But now anyway, I just need so- another criminal to to drive one in a hot pursuit. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but anyway, let's uh, let's flip to the AFC East really quick because I feel like that's a good place to start. Uh, so let's just start with the Bills. Let's set the standard. I think that all of us would agree that looking at the Bills roster, I'll just ask you guys this: Are is there anybody here who wouldn't put them number one? Atop the AFC. <laughs> no. Pat? Jets all the way, dog. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, Come on. So funny. Pat's got his sarcasm glasses on right now, which makes this even better for those of us who get to enjoy this yeah. visually. As, as long as Robert Sala has hair on his head, the Jets will be the best team in the AFC East. <laughs> oh, it's funny because his head is bald. Uh, yeah, nothing gets past you, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I can I make my comparison? Yeah. Okay. What, what car are the Bills like right now? Oh, okay. I'll go. I'll go. Pat, you go first because I'll go first for for what All I right. think the Patriots are. Well, much like the 
late 80s Grateful Dead album built to last. I think that the Buffalo Bills are built to last. I'm going to say they're about a um, 2014 Volkswagen diesel with about 100K on it. And um, they're good for about another 800K. You know, so I think they got about another 800,000 miles. uh, 2014 Volkswagen um, Jetta diesel, um, you know. There's a lot left in the gas tank. They get a lot to the mile. Interesting take. I like it. I like it. All right, Brandon, what about you? Obviously I'm going to go the nine 11 turbo. Uh, we, we have the highest pass heavy offense running gun, most air yards. Right. And it's funny because we don't have a lot of yak, but we got the, we got the horses to get out there and then they catch the ball and restart. So, I mean, I don't know how that implies to be a Porsche, but I'm going to call us the 911. I like Turbo. it. I like it. Lots of memories of playing Need for Speed. Obviously, um, I was hoping PlayStation you PlayStation 2. That, yeah. yeah, the Porsche 911 Turbo was the car of cars in that game. But at least it was it was my favorite. But Me too. I'm going to go with the Tesla because the the bills are the new standard and they kind of came up with this not that electric cars was like Tesla was not the first person to make electric cars, but they were they're the latest and greatest um, as far as widespread success in that area. And uh, now lots of teams in the league are trying to copy what the Bills did to get to where they are. And so Tesla looks like they're going to be around for a while and uh, are at least right now the best-selling electric car in the mid to upper level markets. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that they're Teslas. I like it. Yeah. Elon Musk would approve. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dolphins. I have a good one right here. All right, Pat. Pat, what do you got? got? So they're pretty much like a 2010 square body Chevy Malibu. Um, friend of the show, Austin Ham used to drive one. And it doesn't matter what kind of rims you put on it. It doesn't matter what kind of suspension you put on it. It doesn't matter what kind of sound system you put on the back. Jeez, it doesn't even matter what engine is in there. At the end of the day, it's still a 2010 Chevy Impala. It's not a G-Wagon Mercedes. Okay, it's not a Bima. It's not a Bima, Benz, or Bentley. It's just a shitty car with a bunch of accessories attempting to look good. So. <laughs> that's, that's a good take. I, I think we're on a similar vibe here, Pat, because my version of it is a lifted Ford Ranger because you kind of <laughs> yeah. like, all right, pickup truck should be good in the snow, but actually they flip over more than any truck. Um, there's not really a backseat. So uh, your driver better be pretty good, but you will get use out of it if your driver knows what he's doing. And uh, yeah. You know, I, we'll see how Tua does. Maybe it turns into an F-150, but right now it's a Ford Ranger. Do you ever remember when the Rangers had the seats? Like they had back seats where you had to have to face the other person. Do you remember that? Where <laughs> instead of like facing forward, you would face sideways. I remember um, I had a couple of friends back in the day that had one of those. Yeah. I'm going to say that they're like a Volkswagen Beetle that's like supercharged. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just unnecessarily upgraded. Like to the point that you're like, if you're going to put this much money into a car, why would you not buy something else? You know, which is uh, uh, totally along the same lines of of what Pat, what you were saying. But, you know, I kind of my my analogy to that, John, is, you know, people buy Teslas, but don't buy the autopilot feature, but they still pay forty nine thousand dollars. But like the autopilot's like three grand extra, like you're dropping 50 G's on a car, but you don't pay for the best feature that Tesla offers. Like, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Even though it won't let you drive drunk. Well, it's just there that. for yeah. emergencies, but it's not, you can't expect to slam like eight brews and get behind the Tesla and have the uh, auto assist drive you home. 
just true. learned that recently. It's true. Um, Interesting. <laughs> Hopefully not by experience. No, not by experience. <laughs> but anyway, New York Jets. Who who are the Jets this year? So the New York Jets are in 1997 Pontiac GT stick shift that really has a crappy starter. You really have to like jiggle the key to get it on. And then when shifting the gears, it was owned by a first time car driver. So all the gears and the transmission are totally destroyed. So in order to get the car out of the driveway, you need to (laughs) finagle the key and tap ever so slightly. You can't even get this thing in a neutral half the time, but yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you have to like really just like, you remember in SpongeBob where he's hitting the gas pedal, <laughs> you have to like just toenail hit the clutch to even get this thing moving. So yes, that's my pick. Um, it. Pat, you sound so prepared with this. Like uh, to everyone listening, <laughs> yeah, we chose this cars. topic five minutes before we started taping this episode. There was no prep work. There was no write these ideas down and have them ready to go. Pat just rolled that off the top of his head. Like very specific example. Like I'm, I'm impressed. And I mean, that's considering that you're at a driveway that is not, um, you know, obviously a decline because if it was, I mean, the car would be crappy, but not crappy enough that you couldn't put it in neutral and at least get it out in the street. But true, true. Uh, Brandon, who are the Jets? So, so Pat, you're going to, you're going to both get this reference, but I think Pat had a firsthand experience, the Jets. And it's great because they are the same color. My first vehicle, a 2001 green for escape. Uh, if you recall, you would take out past New York state learners permit curfew, or was it your under your license? You were always breaking the curfew. I remember seven o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) The kicker is, is the passenger door didn't work, as you recall, the one Dude's time trying style, to get in man. and running next to the car, trying to get in. Um, the transmission blew on it twice. The brakes blew on it. The frame broke, but it also like, you know, I I had some great memories in that car. But, yeah, like uh, driving Robert, it home backwards when the transmission blew. <laughs> yeah, we're getting it stuck behind the telephone pole in our front yard because it would only drive backwards and then we had to push it back up the hill. I mean, either way, you get the point here that good things could come out of Zach Wilson, maybe. And Robert Sala, we're going to say that like he's been to a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator and like he really rocks the shiny head. Um, but there's dense stuff could break. The frame is in jeopardy. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson, we don't know what we're going to get. So we're, we'll see what happens. But I think that's my reference point. And I know the listeners will never know the Army green car that I had, but uh, yes. it matches. Yeah, legendary. Color, yeah. So. yeah. I think the Jets are like, Pat, you'll you'll relate to this. A Chevy Aveo. Like, yes. They are. They're just not good in. They're just not good in this area. Like they, there's not like some new update to the Aveo that they could come out with next year and make it better, you know? And also like a jet Aveos over 60 miles an hour, like to take off and fly away. So because they're so the front end will become airborne. (laughs) So I, I think they're like a Chevy Aveo. My dad used to whip one and he would call it the ice skate because it was very unpredictable in the snow. Yeah. Much like the Jets. I bet. I bet. That's another good point too. All right. New England Patriots. Patty, All right, can I, go, can I go? Can Yo, I go? Brandon, first if you got one, go for it. Brandon. Yeah. So Tom Brady leaves, right? Bill Belichick. He's he's shopping for a new car and he's saying, which one's me? Uh, it could be a cool convertible or an SUV. But turns out Tom Brady took all his cash to the bank. Bill's credit was whack. And now he's driving off the lot in a used subcompact. 
F-R-E-E, that spells free, creditreport.com, baby. You this, know, is, this is the greatest hits of Brandon Habermas in middle school. Yep, yeah. so you've seen the freecreditreport.com commercial. Every one of them, I could tell you all the lyrics to every one of them. Uh, that doesn't matter. Creditreport.com. Yep, they're all good. They're all bangers. I I could rep every I could prep four commercials out right now, uh, but I won't because the the subcompact car that drives off the lot in that commercial, his legs are sticking to the vinyl, and his posse's getting laughed at. Uh, these <laughs> lyrics are just perfect for describing the New England Patriots right now. Um, I love the hate talk on Twitter. I will continue to pump that. Uh, anytime that I get a chance to, um, if any one of those little little losers over there in Boston want to open their mouth, I will continuously post the screenshot of our perfect game against them. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, that's my pick. They're the used subcompact car with your legs sticking to the vinyl and the posse's getting laughed at. So. Yeah. Pat, what do you think? I think that they're like a, um, well, I would say 2022 Dodge Grand Caravan. Um, it's got the DVD players in the back to shut the kids up. And you have three rows, obviously, because you do have six six Lombardis. But at the end of the day, he's like one of those moms that's like, yeah, you know, I have to do this now because I have my precious hardware in the back. But back in the day, I really used to drive something awesome. And um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, it's going to get you there safe. It's kind of like Mac Jones, you know. It's whatever. It's your fallback school. It's um your high school sweetheart when that uh, woman you were dating in college breaks your heart. Um, You know, it's whatever. So I like it. That was good. That's good. That's good. good. I'm going to say the Patriots are like my 2006 Mustang. Once great, now totaled. So the, uh, the rear ending that took place for the Patriots was Tom Brady leaving. And, uh, and also Bill Belichick's job that he's done as a GM lately. So, yep. I'm going to, I'm going to say Patriots are totaled at least for now. And the Patriots are totaled. That's good. Yeah. So, but anyway, let's, uh, I'm trying to think. We got through the AFC and we're already at the point where we need to go to break. Uh, AFC East is good. I like that. Yeah, I we'll mean, just stop at the AFC East. Maybe we can do some other divisions. Uh, if, if anybody likes this, we'll do other divisions next week. Um, so if you guys do like this, you know, hit us up on Twitter and say, hey, do this next week. And if you don't like it, then... Thanks for know, tuning just, in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, we're going we're gonna to get a break in here real quick and we'll be back with some Sabre stuff. So stick around. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. 
and Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's time for the Weekly Sabres Update. I know you said there's a real barn burner going on, man. Uh, are the Sabres, are they still playing in overtime right now? No, no, they they lost in overtime. But they've uh, they've got a good point streak going. Brandon, how many uh, how many how many points have they scored in the last well, like ten games? Well, like what's their streak at? Yeah, yeah. With a point tonight, uh, Buffalo owns its first seven game point streak since the team famously won ten in a row uh, last October when they were first in the NHL. That's pretty hype. I mean, so. And I hate to sound like you ever watch um, Dumb and Dumber where Lloyd asked Mary Swanson, he's like, what's the chance of a guy like me ending up with a girl like you? And she says, one in a thousand, no, probably one in a hundred thousand, no, probably one in a million, you know, but I mean, that being said, is there a chance that this team can make the playoffs? Uh, no. This has been your weekly Sabres update. If, if you count my math. The Sabres have to win 14 of their remaining 16 games and the Washington Capitals have to lose 15 of their remaining 16 games. Let's so get it. There's a one in a million chance, brothers. Uh, OV, <laughs> twist that ankle. I was going to say Russia. Russia. Perhaps he takes time off to get dental work done. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> So Friday this week is uh Brandon what you get I I don't deserve to do this this intro for what Friday is um cuz I mean we're all we're all Sabres fans we all love RJ and we all grew up with RJ but you especially were the biggest Sabres fan out of any of us. So you're, yeah. are you going to the game? Yes, Friday night uh it's the Rick Jenneret banner ceremony. Um they are recognizing this man who is the member of National Hockey Hall of Fame, Buffalo Hockey Hall of Fame, the Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame, like every single hall that you could be in, um, he is in. Uh, it's it's special to me because I feel like I might be the last line of people my age that says that they listen to games on the radio because they couldn't watch them on TV, um, right? The yeah, same. You, you John, same. you and I relate. Yeah, um, and even when they, they were on TV on national TV, which was rare, you know, you turn on the radio anyway. You know, yeah, turned down so, the TV. You know, just listening to RJ on the radio was a common thing on the way to hockey practice, leaving hockey practice. RJ is always on. Um, and he has some super famous calls throughout the whole NHL. Um, so I know you guys may or may not recognize some of these, but th- my this is my all-time favorite one. I can remember laying down in my mom's bathroom. Uh, there's about 10.5 seconds to go. It's a one nothing game. The Sabres are losing in the conference semifinals. And here's the call. There's the shot. Watching for the rebound. Chris Drury. Chris Drury. It's tied at one. 
brother i literally get goosebumps thinking about it it's in their slug jerseys it's the year after they lost in the conference finals to the hurricanes um that's not even the end of it because the overtime winner by maxima finneganoff it's iconic roy wins the draw Plumenville smoked it wide in the net kalinan keeping it in kalinan drops it back held in the hill So, I mean, that many, was, so many good memories of hearing. the things you don't yeah just, you don't see in the video is the plaza in front of the stadium there's people on people's shoulders screaming like batting their chest again off slides on his belly across center ice uh it, that was just i can i i mean i would have been 11 when that happened and i just remember so vividly that happening um but that was that was such a great thing i don't know do you remember anything uh when you were listening to those games, like does anything pop in your brain? Um, I mean, honestly, that was, I mean, Oh five to Oh seven was probably when I listened to them the most. And a, a lot of that is a blur too, but I mean, having heard some of these calls so many times afterwards too, since they are legendary, yep. I mean, you've got the, the scary good one. That's the first yeah, I got one. That that one here. Yeah. Do you want to play yeah. that one? I love it. Yeah. That. This one, this one is also, this is like I was the, this at is, my dad's house. This, this is, is the top like, of the greatest hits. You know, this, this is, this, this is, is Mount Rushmore. Yeah. This is Mount Rushmore of Buffalo Sabres calls. And started away and cleared out to center race to Pummonville. Pummonville into Ottawa territory. Pummonville goes around Alfredson, cuts in front, scores! Jason Pummonville, shorthanded. Oh, now do you That one's so iconic because it's overtime series clincher against the better team at that season. Um, and Pominville's a rookie goes end to end and scores shorthanded. So that's everything that you could ever ask for in a call. Yeah, that's um, crazy. But, but yeah, I mean, the way he called fights too was crazy. I mean, it's like you could have a highlight uh, reel yeah. of him just calling fights like that big brawl uh, with, uh, was that the Senators? I'm sorry, not the same. Yeah, was it the yes, it's right yeah, after years. that series. It's the following year. Well, wasn't that was because I know that I mean, obviously it's not the same year, but wasn't we played the Ottawa Senators in the Eastern Conference Finals or is it Eastern Conference Semis semi? two years in a row? And because uh, wasn't it Ray Emery was like the instigator of one of those fights? Yeah, I, I have the I have that clip here too. I'm going to play one more. Clip. Yeah, 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 he had Mike All Tyson right. on his helmet. I remember. Everybody else is teeing off of one another. Emery fires 
what this is about. Now, Perez has just dropped Emery. And over comes Peters to grab Emery. And this is really going to get ugly now. So iconic. That was the that was the game where they started all the the big brawler guys too. It's like they put them yeah. out on the ice first. Well, you have to remember, Chris Drury got an elbow in the face from right the uh, previous game. Goons. No, same game, different shift. So the shift starts after the penalty to the hit to Chris Drury. Oh, okay, I knocks forget. him out. There's blood on the ice, blood on his jersey. So the the scoring line, like the best line in the league, is Danny Heedley, Jason Spezza. And Daniel Alferson and and like their stars in the league and rookie Pat Coletta, Andrew Peters who makes zero dollars and the all these other guys and the play all starts like they don't even go for the puck. Uh, whoever took the face off goes right at Danny Heatley cross checking him. Andy Peters face washes Jason Spezza and pulls him down from behind and Ray Emery flies. I I just those are the moments that made me love hockey and it just it's gonna be fun to hear them tomorrow and watch his name go up in the rafters. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited about where the Sabres are headed. Like next year could be really fun, you know, cause next year is like the year that you don't expect them to be good, but they're expected to be good two years from now. Right. But next yeah, well, year, it'll they're be... not, we're not expecting much. We just want them to be respectable. Exactly. Exactly. But I think they're headed in a really good direction. And, and like Don Granado is the first coach in 10 years that we feel good about. Honestly, since, um, what's his name? Wendy. Left? Wendy. 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 Thank you. Um, <laughs> Well, it's got big 0203 vibes, 0304 vibes, you know, right before the lockout when this team was young and exciting to watch again uh, with a good coach. So it's it's worth the price of admission to the two games I've gone to this year. And I'm not upset about that. So nice. yeah, man. All right. Cool. cool. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this one. But you guys know where to find us on Twitter at Not Buff Podcast. Um, hopefully, we'll get some time to do on, let's see, this will be next Wednesday. We'll do some more. Uh, AFC teams comparison to cars and who knows maybe we'll just go around the NFL for the rest of the year if we need to but um, we'll have some pack quotes and stuff like that because I know he's got a couple in the bag that'll be really fun so um, but yeah thanks all everybody for listening and as always go Bills go Bills go Bills What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.